Okay, Kev, if you were to guess America's on- favorite on-screen TV family, what would you say? I would say the Dumfies from Modern Family. Ooh, that's a good guess. They did not make the top 10. I was shocked. No kidding. This huh. is like of all time? I guess so. Okay, yeah, so a lot of these are old And they school. are a Modern Family. Right, so of yeah. Of all time. Uh, would it be... I don't know, like Ozzy and Harriet, the Nelsons or something from way back. Oh, I've never heard of them. So they didn't make the list. Huh. Uh, but guess who came in at number one? It was... They're creepy and they're kooky, <laughs> mysterious and spooky. They're all Probably because of the resurgence of uh, Wednesday on yep, Netflix. Yep, that's exactly. The, uh, the family from Wednesday came in number one in the entire USA. And then the traditional Adams family came in sixth. Others in the top ten include the Simpsons, the Bradys... <laughs> The Barone family from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, yeah, I love them. And the, Everybody Loves Raymond. The Taylor family from Home Improvement. Hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. I can't believe I forgot the Barones from yeah. Everybody Loves you Raymond. You used to say that's your life, right? Oh you gosh. are Ray. <laughs> that show is, that show, <laughs> it's so, I mean, and it it is completely undated. If you watch it now, yeah. the, because of the scenarios they deal with. Everybody's been dealing with from the beginning of uh, from from when God invented the family through today. Yeah, people have been dealing with the same stuff. And you both have mom's name, Marie. Yeah, that's true. And the very similar personalities, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> you already know how parenting can be super overwhelming at times. Coming Oof. up, what prompted this mom, a new mom, to call police? You already know parenting can be super overwhelming. So check out why this desperate mom of twins called the police she panicked when she couldn't tell the babies apart (laughs) and it's so funny because our friend ezra just had twins his wife Uh gave birth uh just a couple months ago and that was his biggest fear when she was pregnant that they were going to tell about uh she was gonna she's gonna have to take them in to have them fingerprinted (laughs) to solve the mystery so she raises the baby as themselves. She jokingly called herself mother of the year for the mix-up. She showed photos of her little two-month-old boys named Valentine and Lorenzo to show just how hard they are to tell apart. They look so much alike. Yeah. Parents of twins are offering ideas like having one of the boys wear a bracelet. She had one on oh, one of the little idea. boys, but then it got too tight, so she took oh. it off. And then uh, one, some parents of twins... Paint a toenail. That's what I was going to say. But I actually thought Sharpie, but that's even that's better, right? Yeah, with a non-toxic toenail polish. Yeah, huh? Yeah, it's the struggle is real. Can you imagine having quadruplets or quintuplets and trying to keep all of them apart? Ugh. Well, you you had you have twins. Did your parents ever have trouble keeping the twins? The not like, that who they talk about. They're identical according to the doctor, but mm-hmm. I think they look so different. But I grew up with them. Because I mean, my we, nephews who are twins, I would sometimes be like, "Which one? Which one is that?" I can't imagine twins because we have we have four kids. My wife and I have four kids, and sometimes we have to go through the whole laundry list of names to get mm-hmm. the right one. Right? Yeah. Kyle, I mean, April, whoever you are, get over here. My mom always <laughs> did that with all five girls. Hey, it's Kevin and Taylor. Do you have a good twin story for us? I do. So I have boy-girl twins. Like I tell everybody, I've got five kids, and when they start coming in doubles, it's time to stop that mess. But, <laughs> uh, they would be in the stroller, clearly dressed boy, clearly dressed girl, and people would come up and want to talk about them. they say, oh, are they identical? And so my husband <laughs> and I just started telling people, yes, they are identical. <laughs> Kathy, you've got a good story about twins. We'd love to hear it. Okay. My father 
with an identical twin. And when he passed away at his funeral, all of our friends from church, a lot of them didn't know he had a twin brother. And we're sitting in the parlor just socializing, and my dad's twin is in there with my father looking at him and the, with the casket. And my uncle comes walking out, and you can just see the faces of all of our friends from church in shock. And my uncle looks over at him. He goes, I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> and they just, we just lost it. We were laughing so hard. That is right. I can't wait to tell my twin sisters and my twin nephews that story. Judy, we'd love to hear your twin story. Oh, my goodness. I have so many, but... The one that stands out to me is I always painted one of their toenails red so I wouldn't get them ah, mixed up. Brilliant. Because I over-medicated once, one once with amoxicillin, so <gasps> from then on, he oh. got the red toenail. Very <laughs> so that smart. Was the other, wow. That, that, was the, that was the second thing. It's the third and final thing was uh, they were toddlers, and they were starting to know who everybody was. So I picked up one of my boys. Um, their names were Austin and Taylor. I picked up Taylor uh-huh. and I took him to the mirror and I said, "Who is that?" And he said, "Austin." Oh, <laughs> he's so clever. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that is really funny. Thought he was looking at his brother, but they're 32 now and they have just been tons of fun since the beginning. Right, Aww. double the fun. <laughs> they were a blessing for sure. If you love dogs as much as we do, you're going to find this story fascinating. For the first time in 30 years, the United States has a new favorite dog. Hmm. And everybody has their own kind of like pet breeds. You know, like, for example, my first dog ever that my husband surprised me with as a puppy was a wired haired fox terrier. And if I see Hmm. one out in public, I go crazy. Because it's so much sentimental value to me. Like, oh my gosh, it reminds me of Fergie. I know, Kev, for you, it's greyhounds and Well, no, it's not greyhounds. It's sighthounds. They're a group of dogs called sighthounds. They're all hunting dogs. So it includes the galgos. greyhounds, padankos, galgos. Yeah, it's Uh, every dog we have is now is a a sighthound. Okay. I didn't know you could summarize it like Mm -hmm. that. That's good to know. Well, do you want to guess, for the first time in 30 years, which dog got unseated that was always number one for 30 years so it's like a golden retriever or something a labrador retriever Labrador retriever. Yes, That's they number were one. number one for 30 years Let me guess what unseated it and i'm gonna base this on it seems like it's all i see anymore people walking dogs i'm gonna say i don't think they call them pit bulls this isn't like an american standard bulldog or something that's the real name for a pit bull uh no you've got you're close you said the word but it's actually frenchies the French bulldog. Oh, those little French bulldogs. Yeah, they're number one. I was the one in our neighborhood when I would walk um, my dogs. I would go, "You want to go see Frenchie? There's Frenchie." I have no idea what the dog's name was, but my dogs would get so excited to go see him. Yeah. Um, number three, you were you kind of guessed this: uh, golden retrievers, mm-hmm. German shepherds, poodles, bulldogs. Rottweilers, Beagles, Dachshunds, and coming at number 10 was German short-haired pointers. That's what my mm. niece has. Okay. They're like those speckledy dogs, but they're brown and yeah. white instead of black and white, like a like a Dalmatian. We've had a variety of all those dogs at one point. We've had a Golden Retriever mix. We had a Rottweiler mix. Oh, Rusty, Rusty was a gorgeous dog, a Rottweiler mix. He had a Rottweiler build and markings, but like Golden Retriever fur. Oh, fun. And he was the dumbest dog we'd ever had. <laughs> I mean, he was just, he was dumber than a brick, but we loved him. <laughs> None of us are getting any younger, but coming up, this is pretty wild. There are two times in our lives where we age faster. 
Well, this uh, first a little preface. This story has nothing to do with looks. Okay, Uh, none of us are getting any younger, but this is wild. There are two times in our lives where we age faster. Uh, The pace of aging tends to speed up for women in their 30s. And when they experience that's when they experience childbirth. And then in their 50s, when they go through menopause, of course, it's all tied to hormones. And the good news is there are a couple of things that help if you want to stay active and vibrant and feel healthy. Uh, most parent, people I know who really try to start, you know, being a little more healthy, it's because they want to be there for their grandkids. So first, scientists were able to determine that women tended to do uh, to be biologically younger than their actual age if they ate healthy diets that included plenty of fruits and grains. And the second thing you can do about it is volunteers older than 45 who were also taking hormone replacement therapy, HRT, to treat their menopause symptoms seem to age at a slower rate than those who didn't. So Mm. there you go. Okay, how much do I love those progressive commercials where it's young homeowners trying to help them not become their parents? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, my husband and I sat and watched like three of them in a row on YouTube the other night. And he teased me. He says, I am one of those commercials mm. come to life. I'll tell you what I did next. So my husband had a lot of fun teasing me the other night because we love those progressive commercials where people are trying their homeowners Trying not to become like their parents. And they've got right. that doctor, They're that psychologist. That, fighting the inevitable. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, it started, I'll never forget the first one I ever saw. The, the lady's holding the, she's like holds up sheepishly like the Hobby Lobby type sign. And she's Live, like, love, laugh. live, love, laugh. And he throws it in the trash can. He's like, no. And um, so usually I'm just laughing at other people who act like that. It's never well, you. It, it oh, got no, turned no, on me. Never you. My husband totally turned the tables on me. We watched like three in a row on YouTube the other night and he busted a guy. He goes, that is so you. And it's, it's a new one. If you haven't seen it, here's the situation. These homeowners that are becoming their parents go to one of those fast, casual restaurants where you go through the line and build your salad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like, first, like, gr- what type of greens do you want? And they're like. The guy's like, the, the counselor's like, we're going to need a minute. And then like the grains, it's like rice, like cinnamon rice or quinoa. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just like, Mind blown. okay, so that's still not me. I do okay on these build your own bowls. It was me at the end. The guy pulls out his big fat wallet and the lady said, that'll be 1995. And he with full confidence goes, oh, I'm just just my salad. I'm just paying for myself. And that I feel like lunches are so expensive. Really? And like I, I took um, my sister and niece um, out for lunch to celebrate her going back to school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when they rung it all up, I was like, in my head, I was like, what just happened? <laughs> no, no, we're just, it's just the three of us. <laughs> and so he just like, he has incessantly been teasing me that that is me, hmm. that I can't get over that stuff. Like you got to pay more than like seven ninety nine to have a lunch nowadays. It's way more expensive than that. Yeah. I, I keep oatmeal here at the radio station. Cause oh yeah, I can. I don't want to spend. I have uh, Costco egg bites are my go-to. I don't want to spend money going out to eat. Cause you're right, it is like wicked expensive. Yeah, so you are the commercial too. <laughs> Taylor's talking about uh, the TV commercials. We've all seen them. The insurance company where it's uh, you might be be becoming your parents. Here's I think one of the more interesting things about that whole story. 
I think the writer strike is affecting you and Glenn more than you realized. Because <laughs> we watched three of them on YouTube. You're going on YouTube to watch commercials. I think he just knew I needed a good laugh. Yeah. Of, I mean, they're just so funny. <laughs> Taylor and Glenn have run out of TV shows to watch, so they're watching progressive, progressive commercials. Yeah, we watched like. Three minutes worth. Maybe they'll all make a row. with the writer's strike and them being out of ideas. Maybe they'll maybe they'll run with that idea. Maybe they'll make a TV show where that that count the group that he's counseling. They all get together all the time, and it's an endless battle to not become their yeah. parents. Oh, it's hilarious the way it runs on YouTube. He actually encourages you to watch another one. The doctor, I can't think of his name. The guy with the white hair and the white mustache. Mm -hmm. He like says, okay, you need some more? Click here. And he like encourages you to watch another one. I can see I'm a lot like my dad in something really weird um, where I I will be so frugal with something like the big thing with paper towels. I was I was like rejoicing when they started making the half paper towels because I was doing that myself before they started making them that way. I'd rip a full one in half and only use half of it. Now. I ripped the half and half. <laughs> That's hilarious. I got a half sitting right here. So, so I do that, right? But then Tracy and I, we're getting ready to go on vacation. We'll go out somewhere to eat and she'll go, oh my gosh, look at these prices. Let's just you can order the cheapest thing. I'll be like, no, we are out. This is vacation. We're having a good time. Do not even look at the prices. So I'll go nuts with that. Mm-hmm. But a paper towel, I'll rip a half paper towel in <laughs> half because it's race wasteful and I don't want to waste the money. Funny. Isn't that ridiculous? It's like it's sel- selective frugality. <laughs> That's what I, think I we have. all do it. This is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. This guy is basically Spider-Man in real life. Only his real name isn't Peter Parker. Uh, a man in China is being hailed as a hero because he climbed up the side of a building as easily as if he himself were the web-spinning wonder to rescue a toddler what? that had fallen out of a building window and onto a ledge and was about to fall again. The mm. video has gone viral, and mm. what's wild, the only safe way to handle the situation was for the parents to hoist this little boy back into the window with a rope tied under his arms. Wow. And then the our Spider-Man, this, uh, this Mandarin Spider-Man, Climb back down the same way he got up. Like as if it was <laughs> no big deal, like just another day. You have someone in your life who's dealing with uh, a health crisis. Maybe it's even a medical mystery, which makes it even harder. Hmm. Let's talk about that in just a minute. So do you have anyone in your life who has a health struggle going on right now? Maybe it's even a medical mystery. You know, as a parent, um, you wish you could just take that illness upon yourself and just take it away from your kid. And there's someone really close to me that is not only going through a health battle that's lasted for years and years and years, but it's a medical mystery. And uh, yesterday I was on pins and needles because they were trying, finally trying yet another medication to see if finally this would provide some kind of relief and um, cure for the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And Uh, This child is so well-loved. Both parents made sure they were there for this, I think it was like a five-hour appointment. Wow. And Mm. um, I've watched this mom and dad up close and personal, and their faith has been nothing short of inspiring the way they just keep placing their child in God's hands and saying, Lord, this is your child. You knit her together in her mother's womb. Please take care of our child. And um, I read a devotional 
that um, if you're in that situation right now, whether it's your child or maybe it's you, maybe you have a medical mystery that you're just like begging God for answers. Um, I thought this was really encouraging. It said, whatever your struggle, don't run away from God, run toward him. He's big enough and strong enough and loves you enough to handle it and to heal you. He's the only answer to the ache within your soul and your struggle. If you can lean in, embrace the challenge and fight through the hard things, you're going to start to see joy in the midst of the heartache. And I think that's one of the things that's gotten me through some of the hardest things in life is knowing that you're not alone, that God is with you and he cares about you so much that he bottles your tears. When you look at the team of people you work with at work, it's great when everything's humming, everybody's on task, everybody's getting things done. You love the boss, the boss treats everybody with respect. That is awesome. But sometimes you might think, yeah, we're a team. We're the bad news bears. <laughs> and if that is you, you probably dream of uh, of quitting, right? Of putting in your notice, of going like, I'm out of here. I found something better. Well, wait till you hear what this one guy did uh, when he left his job. It's gone viral. It's pretty Epic how he said, see ya. Talk about it next. So I, I don't know about you guys, but when when you work at a place and everything's humming, it's great. Like we're gonna hear the radio station, it's awesome. Everybody's on task. Everybody seems to really care about the success of other people, right? Everybody's got each other's backs. That's great when that happens. But I've worked at some radio stations that they didn't even put the fun in dysfunction. It was just bad, <laughs> right? And you couldn't wait, couldn't wait for the next opportunity to come along. Well, Don Smith uh, was working at the post office, and he kind of had the same thing. He had uh, let his bosses know numerous times. He's like, hey, we're short-staffed. When is this going to end? And there was no relief in sight. They're working 12-hour days, seven days a week. Uh, he said his last day off, this guy just quit, his last day off was the beginning of June. And here we are, August already. So, yeah, he had he had had enough. Mm. So what he did as in no Saturdays or Sundays, yeah, right? Like he, he was working every day, That's every rough. day. So what he did was um, he went to a bakery and he had a I quit cake made and it had a big picture of him on it in his post office. <laughs> and it said, I as I'm like, I quit. I'm out of here. And he left it in the break room for everybody. And that was how he let him know that, no he, way. Him know that he quit. Yeah, I wonder it, if the boss saw what it looked like or if everyone had eaten it already. Well, I'm sure the boss has seen it because everybody took pictures of it and it went viral. They were like, oh my gosh, Dan is the, Don is the best. What an epic way to quit. <laughs> he just left a cake with Yikes. a picture of him that said, I quit. I wonder if it's going to be hard for him to find another job now that it's gone viral. If that's kind of what he's known for. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. It does sound like it was. Especially his face is on it. It's kind of unreasonable demands being made yeah, on him and his, right. him and his co-workers. But you know there, how so. it's been. The old school is like, never, ever, ever bash the previous employment. You know? Aren't you the I quit cake guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I but I have that. a whole new attitude now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love me here. And I promise to never bring cake. <laughs> Unless it's a, I got the job cake. Yay. <laughs> I'm so happy. So apparently wow, he's, wow, he's wow, become wow. A, a bit of a working class hero to people. I got to Google this guy. Who dream of quitting their jobs. Isn't that funny? The guy left a cake with his picture on it. I Hilarious. quit. Letting him know that he was Hilarious. out of there. Hilarious. I actually Google newsed it. Yeah. And I can't believe how many people quit like this with cakes. But I think <laughs> I found the guy that you're referring to. Yeah. And guess what the cake actually said on it? It didn't say I quit? No. It just said... Sorry for your loss. Because <laughs> he was he was leaving and they were losing him. 
<laughs> wow. Hilarious. Well, I guess having a good sense of humor on your way out the door. He said everybody <laughs> laughed about it, even management. The only people that were as upset as people who didn't get a piece of cake. <laughs> So I don't know how long ago it was on the show. I admit it could be like a couple of years. We talked about how they surveyed kids and like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And normally you're used to hearing over the years, like, I want to be a dentist or I want to be a doctor or baseball a player. baseball player mm-hmm. or a firefighter. And um, then this survey came out a couple of years ago and it was like, number one answer I want to be an influencer. I want to be a social media influencer. I was like, oh man, I know so many people have tried to make a living doing that and it didn't work. It's like, it's almost kind of like winning the lottery to make it work. The one person that has 3 million followers. Yeah. They're making a living doing it. So that's what I want to do. I mean, I know people personally who have, like, Mm. my friend Mimi's twins are like, they were like one of the first two on TikTok and Mm. they, they, that's how they make a living now, hmm. but it's, it's rare. So I think I may have to eat my words because there is a job opening right now. And Kev, let's see if, uh, if you like this idea, do you like Kev? Do you like pizza? Yeah. Do you like posting to social media? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a full-time job opening for a pizza influencer. And all you do is taste lots and lots of pizza and post it on social media, and 90% of the population is passionate, passionate about pizza. Huh. And um, if you want this gig, expect some competition, because get this, you get medical, dental, a weekly pizza stipend, stipend and the salary, $110,000 a year. Man, uh, can I tell you why I'm bummed about that? Because I've already done it. Back during COVID, my wife and I did, during the lockdown, we did the quest for the best pizza. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember that and now. We went around yeah. and we tried and I had to a I had to pay for the pizza and b the only thing I I didn't gain any money I didn't gain any fame or fortune I just gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I missed one of the big perks besides medical, dental, the salary. They have a matching four hundred one k as well. Wow! All for eating pizza and posting about it. Yeah. Nice. So I guess maybe. Kids, dream a little dream and apply. And <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> you could can be you. Be a pizza influencer. <laughs> okay, I have no idea what's going on, but Griff said he's causing chaos in his home. <laughs> I guess we'll find out in a minute. The dad and the husband. It's kind yeah, of it's kind of in the job description. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Griffin, you said you're causing chaos in your household. What's going on? Yes, I've caused chaos. Did you buy oh. power tools? Did you start a project and it's. <laughs> Halfway done with no intention to finish. <laughs> uh, I bought. I did buy something. It was for my kids. It's for my kids. Um, we have a lot of those smart speaker devices in our house. Yeah. You know, Alexa. And um, my kids really like it. They like asking it questions, jokes, play mm-hmm. music. You know, it has like animal of the day. Hey, tell us what the animal of the day is. And well, anyways, we're at the store the other day. And they have the kid versions of these oh. that have like little animal designs on them and stuff. Hmm. They were half off. Oh. So I decided, you know what, guys, I'll eat. I'll get you each one. You can for have it in your, for their bedroom because <gasps> you can also do like an alarm clock on it and stuff. And you can, it also works as like an intercom system in the house. Oh, okay. so you, you can talk. The devices can talk to each other. I can be in my bedroom Why and talk to the kids. The old fashioned way and text your kids. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, they were so excited about this and they got them installed into their bedrooms. And now they're constantly on these devices. Like we'll be down in the kitchen. The kids are up in their room 
dropping in trying to call us and hey mommy what's going on down there uh, is dinner almost ready uh, just asking questions it's, and then they're listening to music in their room and dancing around and it's just it's what did crazy. Sarah think is she has she forgiven um, you yet <laughs> I don't think so no, she, you didn't have permission you just no spon- I just did it you spontaneously I'm a too wow. I'm allowed to make mm. decisions <laughs> wow Uh-oh. she did give me kind of a look though just like are you sure about this and, oh uh, man but, uh, it's a little chaotic right now. Can they right call now. into your bedroom at any time? They could, yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can they listen in without you knowing? It would alert us that they're calling. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a nightmare. What were you I thinking? I just imagine. Sarah, okay. What were you thinking? They're listening in. And Thatch goes to school. And teacher is like, so how how was your day yesterday, Thatcher? Great. My mommy says daddy spends too much money. <laughs> how do you know that? I have a smart speaker. <laughs> oh, I'm wow. Dying. That's a whole new can oh. of gummy worms you've opened there, my friend. Wow. <laughs> So I used to have a joke when people would talk about their retirement and they're, oh, yeah, I'm building up my 401k. I'd go, oh, I have all my money in CDs, you know, like Mercy Me, Casting Crowns. <laughs> <laughs> but now nobody buys CDs anymore. So it doesn't really. Uh, that doesn't, your doesn't, dad joke got ruined. Doesn't really work that well anymore. But let's talk about that, about sometimes when you hear commercials or financial experts or people who are well to do talking about things like retirement and you're just like. Yeah, right. We'll talk about it next. So when you see um, ads or articles or maybe you hear a show on the radio or a TV ad about money and retirement, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, people are so there must be people out there doing way better than we are. And and I I saw evidence of this the other day. So the average Gen X or those are people who are between the ages of, I think, 40 and 56. um, Average Gen Xer has about forty thousand dollars put away for retirement that's it like when i die this is going to get me through (laughs) 40 grand that's gonna you know if social security is still there 40 grand is gonna get me through so it was pretty funny when so i'm 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 a gen xer so i'm kind of in that boat of people and they're saying it happened to that generation uh they have the least amount of savings than anyone before them because it was the first generation to not have companies offering pensions ah they switched everything right switched yeah. everything up so people aren't you know they it was on them mm-hmm. <laughs> to save yeah. that's always something oh we'll start doing that next year oh we'll start doing that and before you know it you got nothing um but i saw an ad that made me laugh the other day because of that it said if you have an extra hundred thousand dollars in cash right now extra? here's here's where to invest it according to the pros and i was like what <laughs> hey honey you know that hundred grand we've got buried in the backyard extra. turns out we should invest it let's go ahead and do that now oh man that's a f- whoever wrote that ad so sorry for them Hey, here's what you should be doing with your extra $100,000. Not the 100000 you keep on hand, you know, for miscellaneous mm-hmm. expenses and stuff, but the extra $100,000. So we're talking about how funny it is that they saw this ad that said, if you have an extra $100,000 in cash, here's where you should invest it. And I also got to thinking about that. If somebody's built up that much money in cash, they probably already pretty good at investing they don't yeah you'd think so they don't need help but um we're talking about retirement plans too my retirement plan's pretty simple 
Um, Tracy and I, my wife and I, we just plan on couch surfing at all four of our kids' houses. Ah, and and that way we just figure we have to, at, like every three months we'll change, right? Every three months we'll uh, they'll probably be sick of us. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll let the other, whoever's we're staying at, like say we're at Kyle's house, we'll let the girls know like, hey, mom and dad are up for grabs. We're going to spin the wheel, see where we're going <laughs> to stay. to have us. Yeah, who can, don't fight <laughs> over us, guys. But we're coming to town. <laughs> hey, there's an extra little cookie you can add is if if Tracy will cook gourmet while you're there, then it's even better to have right. mom and dad come visit. We'll pull up like uh, the cousin in, in uh, Christmas vacation. I forget his name. <laughs> in the RV. In the RV. Yeah. yeah. That'll be us. We'll just keep going from town to town. <laughs>